0: We will begin streaming soon. I can't read. I am, my brain is soft today. Oh, good. <laughs> Alright, everybody's so happy. Perfect timing. I bring this. Get this map centered. Uh, Do you keep uh, moving
1: it because I keep readjusting my character to be in a square, and then when I look again, he's not, and I'm wondering if he's like got a mind of his own and is doing things.
0: I did adjust everybody to be in center of the square because I'm weirdly OCD, but nothing else in my life am I OCD about at all, except for. Mm-hmm. People being in the center of their square of their grid map, either a real map or a digital map—I don't care. Just <laughs> get where you're supposed to be. Playing well, chess. I'm <laughs> yes. that guy that's like adjust, adjust, adjust. Like I've got to yeah. have it. If,
2: if you're holding a conversation in a tiled room, <laughs>
1: <laughs> your feet Scoot must be
2: evenly place, sir.
0: <laughs>
1: just, just
2: reach over and just kind of
1: e. Excellent. That's an excellent point, sir. But you're in the wrong position, so your point is invalid. Yes, <laughs> so me it. It is. <laughs> okay,
0: Excellent. So previously, uh, last two adventure, last two recordings, last two episodes, sessions. What are we going to call this? Last two times, uh, pretty much got the characters together. You know, got Fares on down from his mountain up to another mountain. Tarathiel started out in. The town of Caldron, looking for something, and Caldun crawled out of a hole, jumped on a wagon, and came up to Khaldun. I mean, that's it's, it's the short of the it. The short of mm-hmm. it,
3: <laughs> pretty accurate.
0: And then, as you guys got yourself acc- acclimated to Caldun, uh, to Caldron, um, <laughs> everybody kind of went to the same place, which was uh, convenient. Suggested to you by everyone because it's where all the adventurers go, the professional adventurers go to this place. Because they've got the, the notice board and that's where fellow like adventuring types can get together and meet. And you've been here for a couple of days. You've gotten to know uh Nalini, the waitress, and the bartender, and sure. the uh Drunken Morkoff and one day, one afternoon, actually one evening, one dark and stormy night, the three of you <laughs> hear a weak yell for help outside. Help. help. Help me. And the three of you, two of you actually, get up and bolt out like heroes. And the third casually looks around and follows. <laughs> <Not>. <laughs> you come outside, go around the, the block into one block, take a left to the other block, and Farzon, being the first one to bolt out, comes to a scene, seeing two of uh, mem- two members of the last laugh with the harlequinized half black half white face paint kicking the crap out of what is obviously a priest or a cleric of some kind who's down on the ground, just looking up at them, defending himself weakly in the mud and the rain. Uh, as the other two are just laughing and kicking him. Roll initiative. Roll, Riker, roll, roll. Oh, hey, hey. I, I I do that all the time. I can't help myself from doing it.
2: Roll, Riker, roll.
4: roll.
0: <laughs> all right. Anybody got above a 20? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 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 I got 50 to 20. Yes. What you got? 17. All right. 10 to 15. 10. 10, Caldun. And what you got? My uh five. Ter- terathio. Terathio with a gentlemanly 5.
2: All right, Fairzon. <laughs> so same you... order as we came out the door.
0: <coughs> Amazing. Ish. 17. You are you have an initiative. Any questions right. about the scene?
2: Yes. How, does di- how do
0: diagonals work <laughs> in D&D 5E? 5 feet. D5 there is not... Uh, this is D&D 5E version of squares. Every square is five feet, no matter if it's straight or diagonal. Yeah,
3: okay. It, it works out in the wash. It comes out in the wash.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's a lot less of a pain in the ass. Yeah. I'm a fan of non-pain in the asses. Yes. Circles <laughs> or
3: squares? Circles or squares? Circles
2: or okay. squares. Uh, you said one of them is kicking him and the other one is pointing and
0: laughing? Yeah, so... On the map, you can see I've got Rogue Two, Cleric, and Rogue One. They're both mm-hmm. attacking this Cleric. It's just like Rogue One just did a, a walk-by kick to the face, and he's he's kind of walking around laughing. So they are both attacking this guy. It's just that's where he is when you come around the corner. It looks like he's going back in for another strike.
1: Okay, so you're aware we don't see names. So if, we don't. if you refer to things by name, we don't see the label.
0: You, you do yeah. not see the labels. No, nope. you do not.
1: Correct. All right. So, so we, got, we got red red shit and green shit.
0: Okay. Uh, so Rogue, there's a Rogue One, which is the one that's off by five feet. The clerics in the center with the red cape. And then Rogue Two is the one yeah. that's immediately to his left. And I'll okay. figure out that about uh, labels for next time.
2: Okay. Okay. Sure. So right. on what would you like Fares to do? On will... find the alt key on his keyboard <laughs> and step forward to the corner of the building and he will call out to the two that are kicking the man while he is down and he will say if you want a fair fight come over here
0: and both that's of the them that's the wrong voice by the way both <laughs> of them stop <laughs> and, and look over at you kind of Shock surprise, a little bit of apprehension, and granted we're going around we're going by round and combat, it's not their term, but they kinda stop attacking the cleric as they look okay. at you. Let's see if I can send this map just a sweet bit there. We go. All right. Uh anything that's no, free action. Okay. Um, oh, looking on the Twitch stream, I do see the
2: labels. Excellent. Ah, good, 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 good. <laughs> so, okay so if they are, are they planning do
0: they, can I tell if they're planning to stop or if they're still mid-swing uh, sort of you thing? kind of caught them in the mid so the one on the right Rogue One is moving back around the one on the left just finished a punch as he was down and it would look like he had his arm cocked back for another punch when he sees you so they're, you've, you've got them to pause for a second they have stopped immediate action
2: Okay, um so I will continue my movement to X, and as he steps forward, he will pull a very long staff off of his back. Um, essentially mechanically, um, it is a what did, we, what did I say what did I say it was uh, It's a two-handed reach weapon, but I
0: broke the head off of it. So (laughs) okay, halibird without the hal. That's it. Yeah, (laughs) it's a bird. It's a bird. bird. (laughs) Yeah, it's a bird. Tweet. Yeah. So is that that it's a reach weapon? Is that right?
2: Yes. Okay. Yes, two-handed reach weapon, Uh, bludgeoning damage. Is the only real difference there is it went from um, slashing to bludgeoning. Um, So he will uh, ready. I guess.
0: Uh, okay, so you're gonna use your action to re- ready an action to do what?
2: If the rogue, if rogue one is a success, which it should be, it's a great name. <laughs> um, if he if he continues attacking the cleric, um, Fairzon's gonna knock his block off.
0: Okay, so uh, you're you're fairly new to five e. Is that right, Jamie? I mean, ish.
2: Yes, my 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 only. Uh, 5e games are play by posts. So there are little,
0: you know. Little rules like. So when you, uh, just to let you know for future reference, you're doing everything fine. Your action okay. that you're doing to prepare an action, if you use it, will take your only reaction off your turn. Okay. Like your attack of opportunity is uses a reaction. So just FYI, even when you prepare an attack, it does use up your reaction. Okay. Okay. Just want to let you know. Uh, anything else fares on?
2: I believe that is it. He will uh,
0: stare angrily. <laughs> Caldoon. <laughs> you hear that okay. booming voice scream. The other two you heard the kerfluffle and the fighting in the mud. It does there's a quick break. There's a break in the action right now. There's obviously a giant building in the way. You can't really see what's going on, but you do hear what's going on.
3: Okay. Um
0: I am going to go around
3: the other direction. One, two, three, four, five, six. There. All right. And I'm checking my line of sight to see... um, Do I have line of sight to the square that is between the priest and Rogue One, that empty square? No. You
0: could... Barely make out Rogue 2. I'd give him a light cover if you were attacking. Everything else is out of line of sight. Rogue 2 is the one on the left. Um, okay. I, I would point out that
2: what I'm seeing on the Twitch screen and what I'm seeing on my Roll20 are slightly off.
0: It's a bit of a delay.
2: Well, the positioning of the tokens is, is a bit off. Like they're they're shifted a little bit. Is it? Just just a little bit. Like mine on my screen, Farzan is is centered on his tile, and on the stream, he's a little to the right.
3: Yeah, it's from my point of view, okay. he's a little to the right. Now he's centered.
0: Okay, well, that that's okay. I'm not quite okay. that anal, but thank you. Well, <laughs> no, no, yeah, you right.
3: By two, it's two point three pixels. Yes, yeah. yes.
0: <laughs> Anything less than five pixels, I'm okay you're with. Okay. I, I will allow okay. that. Without okay. giving you disadvantage for the rest of the session. <laughs> so, Khaldun, uh did you move um, full thirty feet? That's that's thirty feet. Okay. And so, line of sight right now is basically
3: just rogue two. Okay, so I can't see enough. So I'm going to take the rest of my move. One, two, three, four, five. You're dashing. Six. I am dashing. Okay. One, You're quite two, dashing. Three, four, five, six. It's
0: that nose nose.
3: It is. To there um, and I will observe
0: now let and me finish I'm, I'm gonna stop you real quick so you as you move forward you get closer into the shadows and you're just naturally perceptiveness didn't quite see it because of the distance but as you got closer you <laughs> lost disadvantage and you notice a third laugh uh, last laugh rogue Kind of hiding in this corner up here, and it looks like they were just the lookout that okay. good angle on the entire uh, alleyway. Uh, but now can that you've moved ca- closer, can your I call pass- out
3: and say, Hey, I see another in the corner there?
0: Absolutely, free action. Okay, so I do that so that
3: I'm letting the big guy know, Hey, there's another one here waiting in the wings.
0: All right, if Caldo, anything else? I am done. Alright, the three rogues take their action. And they all three, one, two, one, two, three, four, five, six. I didn't hit alt. My own stupid Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. They move. One, two, three, four, five, six. They move down the alleyway and away from gigantor and it looks like they've got their so they're backing up swords mm-hmm. at the ready like hand out kind of in a defensive posture um obviously they've they're a prepared action but they're moving okay. away from you and they're they're running down the uh the alleyway um that was in reaction to well, not a reaction this is their turn uh, but that was their reaction to Khaldun and both Farazhan coming around and making themselves known. Uh, Tirathiel, it's your turn.
1: Right. So Tarathiel, seeing that Khaldun has gone the other way, thinks that that's probably a good idea. Uh, he's going to awkwardly draw a short sword with his uh, <laughs> fingered hand. <laughs> Two, three, four, five, six. Six will get me to, and I forgot the alt, will get me to there. And then I'll have to take a dash action to one, two, three, four, five, six to kind of end up in the shadows next to this building.
0: All right. And we are all level one, so you don't have your level two rogue bonus stuff.
1: I, I do not. Um, but Tarathiel is very frustrated and angry to be seeing people with these masks, and is very no, keen is to paint. start murdering this is things. face paint. I, I may have face mask. mask but yeah, yeah.
0: It was my mistake if I did. Um, so he's yep. preparing to cast earthquake. <laughs> meteor Swarm yes, Alright, top of round two, Fairs on, it's your turn
2: um, If they are Retreating Then uh, he will Step forward Here Holding alt Nope, that's the wrong <laughs> The other alt <laughs> The other alt uh, and He will step forward here uh, and assume a defensive position, okay, kind of protecting the cleric yes is is the cleric breathing? he's conscious, okay, yes, and then he will extend his hand to help him stand up.
0: He looks up at you kind of warily, a little hesitant at first, but takes it thank you, thank you so much, and he lifts he, you raise you pick him up, he's standing now beside you,
3: okay. Can we tell, based on his condition, whether they were shaking him down or trying to kill him?
0: So, until you guys showed up, none of them had brandished a weapon. They were kicking okay. and punching. When you guys showed up, they all drew their daggers and short swords and started moving on down the alleyway. Okay.
2: Um, we will look at... Um... Will kind of look over his shoulder at the, at the gentleman as he's kind of facing the the rogues, and bless you. get rid of that, um, <laughs> and sneeze in the guy's face. Yes, <laughs> the guy's face. Sorry, I wasn't wearing a mask. At <laughs> <It's> you. <laughs> cool. uh, you will he'll ask him, uh, you know, he's like, what is going on here?
0: Um, I missed it. Who would you say you're asking? The, the you, cleric. I've. I, I. don't know. I don't know. I was just on my way home after getting dinner tonight, and these two. Well, I didn't see the third one, but these two just started beating me up. And we're gonna have can to I, do that for your turn. Because we're can be
2: can it do a? Um, it's not a sense motive. Uh, insight. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, that's one of these bad boys. I'm just gonna roll this and add my three, so it's a six total. <laughs>
0: so I believe surprised. you. Um yes, you do believe him. Okay. All right. He resumes his <laughs> he resumes his scowl at the rose and
2: turns his back completely on the cleric.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. L- lifting up his shirt a little to expose ticket. <laughs>
0: Shows
2: him the tattoo that says strike here for maximum effectiveness. I've got yes. a
0: bad nerve. If you strike here, I die instantly. Bullseye. Little X that's below. Kill switch. Uh, kill switch. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's, yeah. Good that's job, on. All right. Uh, Khaldun, it's your turn. Calvin cast sleep. All right. Uh, talk to me about sleep.
3: So, it's a. Uh... 20-foot cube. I can get all three of them. I rule it's 5d8 hit points worth of sleep damage, Okay. starting with the least... starting with the, the creature with the least number of hit points. And, you know, if it does enough sleep damage to knock them out, they fall asleep. Is there a saving throw? No. No save. No save. Alright. 23 hit points oh, worth of sleep. 20.
0: 20 th- what?! <laughs> How does that happen? Hang on just a second. Gonna, let me roll a that's, I'm gonna take bullshit. For all right. <laughs> so everyone in a three block radius falls asleep. Twenty-three Yes, they are out. I mean just immediately. Not even they they're moving away and like in mid step they just like like ragdolls falling <laughs> having their, their lines clipped.
3: Okay. Excellent. And it should give us an opportunity to tie them up and ask some questions.
0: Yeah, how long does it last? What's the sleep duration? It One minute. One minute, okay. Yeah, so we are effectively out of combat now. Um, <laughs> however, when that happens and all three of them fall, um, the three of you did not notice, but up on the rooftop, you see a fourth shadowy figure. And as as, soon as basically as soon as you cast the spell and those three guys are out, the person that was hiding, sitting still, gets up and takes off running to the other side of this building to the north. So they were standing right here, and they go over the edge to the other side out of sight. I didn't hmm. see where here was. Uh, I, well, I did not ping it. It was... <laughs> okay. <They were> st- <laughs> That's why. I just shook my mouse a little bit, indicating I don't know what. <laughs> um, but yeah, as... So it's almost like a reaction. Like this person was waiting for something to happen. Yeah. When you did that, and these three became incapacitated, they bolted.
2: All right.
3: He's a um, like, lookout. Um, just, I'm just curious. Just yes. curious. Yep. Um Can Can you show me? Can you ping on the map where he was located?
0: Uh, where was it? Well, the, they're they're uh 30 feet up.
1: Okay. All right. They're it wouldn't have been rooftop. within range. Yeah. Okay. Outside the cube. I, thought,
0: right. I did think I did take, take that into account, but they're way out of range, I think.
1: Okay. Yes, they are. And <clears> so we would have seen, do we see that guy dashing off?
0: Yeah. And it's not like it's just some shadowy figure. It's, it is a cloaked figure. Where they stood up, it was obviously another member of the last laugh. They had a, the face paint half and half. But this yeah. person, it was obviously, they, they were watching, seeing, taking the scene in, and as soon as things went poorly, gone. Yeah. Okay. Um, and like I said, that drops us out of combat. Okay. Excellent. And
3: I will proceed to go over and start tying them up.
0: All right. Um, so now we've got these three unconscious sleeping rogues. You've got about a minute of activity. They're all three that in the mud. It's still raining. Uh, the cleric is standing beside Farazhan, and the other two, it looks like uh, Tarathiel and Khaldun, are moving to tie up... Yed said bad guys. Is that pretty accurate? Yes. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm.
1: So you tie them yeah, up. Just... No
0: big deal. I'm... Does somebody have rope? Yes. I, All right. I do. All right. Yes, Good I enough. Do. That's fine. You get them tied up <laughs> enough to where, you know, if if they struggled, they could probably get out. But you would we see it would them. be very, very obvious.
1: We just tie them front
0: to front. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you never know which way to go right <laughs> docking or uh, spooning Yeah,
1: <laughs> just that's just so super awkward when they wake up <laughs>
0: <laughs> this mouth to mouth like a quarter inch away from each other yeah
2: <sighs> oh man hey that wakes up I'll tell you anything <laughs> just on timing just on timing
0: so that will probably take a full minute at least to get all three of those guys tied up. Um,
3: well, we can, I, I can talk and tie Absolutely. at the same time. Yes. What while we're Why we're tying them up? And look over at the priest and say, "What do you want us to do with these guys?" I mean, do we do we take them to the to the guard? I mean,
0: we we can certainly take them to uh, the watch captain. I've half a mind to just jump him in the cauldron. <laughs> down in the lake, yeah. Uh, so those two are during the minute. Yeah, you guys can converse all you want. Fares on is they. Anything you're doing while they're tying them up? Um, just
2: just checking to see if the cleric is okay. I mean, he's probably. Uh, you said they were kicking him and punching him, so he's bruised, but he's not cut open or anything like that.
0: No, he's he's bloodied. As far as like, he has taken some serious damage. Um, but he's he's not unconscious. He's worse for wear. I mean, he he will definitely need some healing eventually. Uh, but he can move. Okay. He's up on his feet, okay. you know. Um,
2: okay. Uh, so Farazhan will turn back to um, the, the other two that he hasn't really spoken to yet. Um, and looking
0: at... Whoop. He, I'm, as you're talking, go ahead. He's getting up and moving over to look at the rogues as well.
2: Okay, okay. Uh, so he'll uh, say to Khaldun, um. Well, he'll ask Caldun. he's like, do you have this in hand?
3: I think I do. You going to get the guard? Yes. All right. Sounds like a good idea.
2: So yeah, um, Ferzan will, with the limited knowledge of the city, um, go to some place where he might expect a guard to be. The they, least, were, they, we'll were pretty, they were pretty they pretty visible I think yes, weren't they You're right You're
0: exactly right yeah. They okay. it, they were a very visible presence night and day doing okay. patrols throughout Very pleasant I mean literally just walking around You know helping little old ladies cross the street and saying hello to everybody But they're <laughs> they're uh, well armed You know spears and shields and uh, chainmail like they're they're full on guard They're not just some local militia um, okay. And fares on you take off during that minute I'm gonna say during the minute of you running around, you, you find a patrol and are able to bring them back um, kind of around here by the time these three start to wake up with the other two uh, uh, tying them up. And the cleric is, is just kind of keeping an eye on things. Um, okay. And you gestured with your mouse again, right? Uh, no pinging? I did. It. <laughs> Why do I do that? Ping. So you, you pretty much, I'm going to set you over here just for now. Okay. Just kind of give you an idea of the scene. And it's, okay. it's a full set uh, of guard. It is uh, three guardsmen. Um, they come around and, you, you know, you, you beckon to them. And they did. They came off. They came running. And as soon as they see the scene, they all draw swords and move over towards the group. Um, one of them looks over and uh, looks at the cleric, kind of surprised. At Rufus, are uh, you all right? Yeah, I... Yeah, the... These rogues came out of nowhere and, and just started beating me up. But these these gentlemen, they saved me. And the, th- the guardsman kind of nods and points at the other two, waves them over to get the uh, to go over to the three rogues. And one of the guardsmen that goes over there, he's pick- helping these three guys stand up. And the guardsman looks at one of the rogues and just kind of starts wiping the makeup off. Neelis. And he goes to the other one. Blake saw the wake- makeup off. Hyland, Carolyn? What are you... What? Why are you... These are guardsmen. What are you doing?
3: Oh, uh, this is dang. good. <laughs> there was a fourth. He is, he was on the roof and he escaped.
1: The, yeah, the, this is no simple shakedown. They, they had a spotter.
3: I want to check some of your guards for paint later on tonight.
0: Um. The the guardsmen, we're gonna take them in. Um, you you three are under arrest. We'll put you take you to the front of the magistrate in the morning. Believe me, you you will no longer work in this city. Um, gentlemen, we appreciate you uh, stepping up when the, we had a citizen in need. Uh, we'll, we will get to the bottom of this.
2: On, um okay. steps forward. A few steps and uh, and asks, um, do we need
0: to testify? Uh, If you'd like, um, let's go before. This is pretty cut and dry. We do take the word of Rufus. Uh, We've known him for a while. He's and now that things have calmed down, the drilling stopped. Everything's slowing down. Rufus is standing there, and he's just in robes, but he has a holy symbol. Of uh, Saint Cuthbert hung around his neck, so he is a priest of Saint Cuthbert. He um, should have been laying foot to ass. Mm, <laughs> yeah, well, he's only level one, um, and it was it was three <laughs> this one. Yes. Um. Yeah. So the the three guardsmen go in. They all take the 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 rogue the rogue guardsmen don't even get uh, put up a fight now. They now that they've been discovered. Um, one of them just uh, Nih- Nihilus, the one that the the guard first saw him wiping off the ma- makeup. He said, "They they hired us to just rough up Rufus. They told us they didn't want him dead. They just wanted us <laughs> that to makes it all better. Well, they wanted <laughs> us to to get across that he needs to quit going, and that damn priestess. Uh, j- uh I can't remember her name, the priestess." <laughs> uh of St. Cuthbert needs to mind her own business. He speaks Swahili? Yeah, <laughs> 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 um, and leave the the orphanage alone. And Rufus the cleric just kind of looks baffled as well that I was there this afternoon. I left there, got some dinner, and I was heading back to the church. Is that and he he's just wipes the blood off his face. And the guards, needless the the rogue guardsman looks at the guard and said, oh, "We just they paid us handsomely. We split fifty gold between the three of us to to rough him up and to threaten him." That's all I'm saying.
2: And Ferzan steps a little closer again. Well, I may and... say more. Oh, sorry.
0: No, no. As he sees you walking up, he goes, "Well, I may say more."
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd recommend it. He looks like he could rip your head off.
3: Okay. Uh, I take note of the, the names of these
0: three guys. You said Nihilus. The three uh, rogue Hyland guardsmen? And yes, Nihilus, Hylam, and Kerlin. Kerlin is the one that was hiding in the shadows when you approached, saw him uh, keeping an eye out.
3: Okay. And you and know, who was your fourth
0: friend that ran away? That That... Was Jill? She's the one that hired us. She's actually she works. She is part of the Last Laugh. She, that wasn't a guardsman. So you say? Okay. And now I've said too much. <laughs> um. So,
2: bears on, um, Kind of. Forgets what he was going to say. Dang it!
0: Happens to me Shoot. all the time.
3: <laughs> Take your vitamins. Yeah. What's that? So take your vitamins. Take your
0: vitamins. It's a <laughs> lot of vitamins.
2: He's
3: very tall.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the three guardsmen are rounding up the three rogues. Uh, mm-hmm. They have them shackled up. And they start to walk them to the north. Um, which you know is where the guards, uh, the guards' the guardhouse is, where they uh, have the prison and things like that. They're going to take them to the jail. I am
3: going to escort them.
0: Okay. To the jail, because um, I don't trust these guys. Like so none of them now <laughs> Okay. Um, as you're, as you start to follow the guardsmen, uh, Rufus looks at Fairzon. Um, would it be too much trouble for you to escort me back to the church? No trouble at all. I would greatly appreciate it. Um, and the guardsmen, as they're walking off, they, they see you following along, Keldun. They just nod. Um, and they mention as they're uh, as they're leaving, be sure to come by in the next couple of days. You will be paid handsomely for capturing these three thugs. Oh well, I appreciate it.
3: I'm just um, here just in case they do something, or they have backup, or someone else hiding in the shadows.
0: Something nefarious. Yes.
3: Um,
2: so Fareson says to Caldun before he walks too far for a field. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, he says, The guards seem to have the situation in hand, but there may be others targeting this
3: one. Do you going to protect him?
2: I will escort him home, but your magic seems to be much more effective than my staff.
3: Well, if we want to talk to him, it does. <laughs> <clears throat> Okay. Um, well, I want to make sure these guys actually make it to the jail. If you can just wait a couple minutes, I'll be happy to go with you to the, to the uh, Temple of St. Cuthbert.
0: And Rufus, Rufus, uh, he said, I'll, I'll go with you. I could vouch for the guardsman, but if it will set your mind at ease, I will follow you if you will escort me when we get them taken care of. Okay.
3: That sounds good.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is my first day in
3: this town and already what I've seen is the guards are corrupt.
0: Well, no, and, and this is Rufus, not all of them. Uh, I've known many of these <laughs> men all my whole life. I've been here my whole life. I've never <clears throat> heard of guardsmen being, well, I've never really had heard of the last laugh even hiring guardsmen, but strange times, I suppose. It continues okay. to follow. Um uh, So we're back to the Cauldron Map. This altercation happened right, and I pinged this time, (laughs) (laughs) right around this area. The guard tower, the the guard uh, house is up in Northern Obsidian Avenue. So that's a good quarter mile. And then the Church of St. Cuthbert is on around Eastern uh, Ash. So you escort the guards uh, to the guard house they go inside that's kind of what you expect in like a modern day like Jersey precinct. Theres somebody at a desk they you know they ask the questions what happened uh, the guardsmen say well this these these guys these guards our fellow guardsmen were attacking Rufus the the Saint Cuthbert priest, and he looks a little shocked and starts you know taking down the names and they take him back and they lock them up
3: okay well, welcome right. Tano I'm satisfied. satisfiedanga like Utes.
0: <laughs> and Rufus looks at the three of you. Um, if you wouldn't mind, please, and he sets out from the guard, to- uh, the guard, uh, the guard house, and continues on around to the Church of Saint Cuthbert. Um, as you approach, it's a two-story building made of nothing but white marble, but it's got. Uh, veins of bl- vivid blue uh, not quite a gemstone but like a different color of marble it kind of gives it a, a, a look of lightning there are two knights statues standing outside both sides of the door both looking up to the sky holding a large mace and over the the heavy oaken door there is a sign that's uh, an old sign that states within law lives hope and you know um, uh, Rufus continues to walk on in and as he's walking in, you see another one of the acolytes look over at Rufus and, you know, runs over and are you all right? You all right? He says, yes, I, I had some trouble, uh, in town, but these, these gentlemen, this gentleman helped me and escorted me. Um, would you, would you please go get Virginia? And the, the new acolyte, the young boy runs off, um, Jenya is the head priestess um, while uh, Sacrum is out of town. Um, she will reward you, to be honest. Uh, I'm going to ask her to uh, reward you for helping me. And you're standing there, and there's a giant fire, and you're starting to dry off. The And just after a few minutes, uh, I... Sort of an older lady, but she she looks like she's aged more than she really. So she's got some gray streaks in her hair, but she doesn't look like she should have gray hair. That kind of thing, like prematurely aged. Uh, looks like she's in her mid thirties. Typical uh, cultural person for this area: dark skin, dark hair, dark eyes, graying, um, moderately pretty. <laughs> but uh, she walks in, and she's one of those kind of people that kind of absorbs the room she walks in and you feel her presence you just you can't help but look at her or notice when they're there and she walks in and she goes over to Rufus and lays a hand on him and he heals up completely and she prays to St. Cuthbert Rufus tell me please and Rufus you know tells the story again of walking home from uh, getting some dinner and being accosted by the three rogues and she tell, and he tells her they were guardsmen they've been hired by the last laugh and she's she has an honest genuine look of concern for rufus and a disbelief almost in like uh the the downfall of man like oh things deserve terrible times when the guardsmen are the, the ones blah 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 <laughs> and uh she she tells rufus please just go on to bed i'll i'll take care of these men and rufus nods and said it turns again and looks at fares on specifically and said thank you sir i I cannot thank you enough. And he walks off. And Jenya turns. She nods curtly. She has a smile on her face, but it's a, a wary smile. Like, you know, he woke me up, and this is bad news, and I'm having to deal with this. But I'm, I am I Jenya Yerkayas. I am in charge of the church while Sacrum is out on official church business in Sassarine. Um... Thank you, thank you very much. Rufus has been a, a priest here in our church for many years, and he, he's never harmed a soul. Uh, thank you. I, I I can't believe, I can't believe this has happened. Um, could, could you tell me your names, please?
2: Parizan um, oh. will kind of, uh, kind of, I guess. Not really bow, but kind of nod and say, "You are most welcome." My name
0: is And She nods. Thank you, Ferzon.
3: I'm Caldun, and um, you—you seem to be in some kind of danger. These people were trying to drive you away from the orphanage.
0: From? What do you mean?
3: I mean, when we stopped them and we interrogated them, that's what they said. They had been hired to send a message that you need to stay away from the orphanage. How strange.
0: Uh, And you, sir? And she looks to you, Tarathiel.
1: Tarathiel's just, uh, he's got a habit of standing with his arms crossed, which keeps his hands near his daggers without looking like they're near his daggers.
0: (laughs) Casually, defensively (laughs) angry. Aware. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, and he
1: just he, he kind of waves a hand.
0: Most definitely, that man. Which hand did you wave with? The the four
1: fingered one. It's and, his primary hand, so okay. He's still used to doing everything with it.
0: When you wave, she does. You you notice her notice your finger, but she tries to cover it. But it's it's obvious mm-hmm. that she sees that with kind of a uh, a sense of knowing, a look of knowing, like oh. Um, mm-hmm. I I don't know why they would have asked us, or I, I can't imagine why they would threaten us to not go to the orphanage. There, there were four children kidnapped. Uh, we were just there consoling the other children and and talking to the headmistress. Um, that makes no sense. I don't know why they would not want us to do these things. Um. Thank you. Uh, thank you again. I, I don't have much. Uh, we have more than anything here. We have uh, potions available. And it's a, it's a meager pittance for what you've done. But if you would allow me to give you all at least something for your wounds, or if you're not hurt, please take a potion. Um, and she offers you all three a potion of healing apiece, 2d4 plus 2. I'll Thanks. take it. Thank you. Um. You are adventurers. Uh, please don't take offense. You just have that air about you. Is that accurate? Is that fair to say?
3: I, I suppose so. Yeah. I mean, looking for some way to make some
0: money, gain some knowledge. Uh, would you be willing to find out why that they're trying to keep us away from the orphanage?
3: I would be happy to. I I just met these two gentlemen, so I'm not exactly sure what their plans are.
0: Did
1: you say they kidnapped orphans?
0: Four children, yes. Kidnappings aren't really unusual in Cauldron, but not so many all at once, and usually not children. Most of the people that have been kidnapped, for lack of a better word, are lower class, live closer to the lake. Um, they all have been happening at night, but it's been months between. I mean, it's it, it's just a matter of a large city. You know, crime happens, but never four at once, and never children. The youngest I've ever heard of before this was eighteen, nineteen years old. Um, no, I don't. Right. I don't know. He, but it, yes, it was four children.
1: You see, Tarathio kind of tenses up at that. See his his forefinger hand makes a a bit of a fist. <laughs> right, I'll help you look.
0: Thank you, thank you. No, I, I will pay you. Uh, I'm not asking you for you to do this for free. And she looks up at Faresan. Uh, <laughs> All the it, way up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she's like five two, so you got it, like two two feet on her. She's yeah.
1: Fetch me the Holy Book of St. Cuthbert so I can stand on it. So <laughs> I can stand on it, yeah. <laughs> The Holy Stepladder of St. Cuthbert.
0: <laughs> bring, bring three of them. These guys are huge. Uh, uh, and she kind of looks at you questioningly, you know, as if waiting. So uh,
2: depending on how perceptive she is, she would see that his gray-skinned hand is uh, white-knuckled on his staff. Um, and he said... <clears throat> dang it, sorry, I need to get some water, um, he
0: will say that, yes, I will help. Cheers. Them. Excellent. Thank you very much. Um,
3: so I, I look at Genia, Um Is it possible that the last laugh is wanting you to stay away from the orphanage because they're perhaps involved in this and they don't want you to find it out?
0: That seems the most reasonable... Uh, yes, uh, it does seem reasonable to believe that. Um, and I'm, I I wouldn't go... I, I would never assume that they've... I'm sure they've kidnapped people in the past. But generally, it's for ransom or blackmail. Um, the Last Laugh is a large organization. They're very organized. Um, and they sometimes admit when they do these Kidnappings to get money from the, the higher class people or the rich or the business owners, but the,
1: not a lot of money in kidnapping orphans.
0: No, there's not, and there, I can't place put together why they would care. So, that's a good start. I don't, I don't know. I possibly start, I did. We didn't question uh, our purpose was just to comfort the children and you know, help the the headmistress and, and the employees do what they needed. Um, cause the children were just kidnapped three nights ago. This has just occurred. Um, are the
2: watchmen investigating?
0: They have, uh, they went the day, the night, the morning after the children were taken in the night and the watchman did go, um, asked their questions, investigated a little bit, but they they came up empty. Uh, the watchmen are good people. It 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 does shock me to find out that those three were hired and actually took the job by the last laugh. Um but I know that this Cedric is saying not the children. Um I know that this
1: uh <laughs> someone think of the children I I
0: don't know the the guardsmen are good at their job like they investigate their detectives or they do excellent but they found nothing they found nothing to indicate who or when or how this even occurred
1: well they're good at playing dress ups and kicking old men too so
0: yeah they're usually not that overt but it does happen
2: Uh, Faizan kind of furrows his brow moment, uh, and he says, "The three that we c- captured tonight could have been involved in the investigation as well."
0: It's po- I don't know. I can't answer that. I, I'm not sure specifically who was. I just know that it was investigated. Um, that that would be something that would be very interesting to know. He he says that. Um,
2: It would be best if someone beyond the City Watch were to do so. I think that the three of us can take care of that for you.
0: Well, thank you. And not just for me. I know I'm the one hiring you, but this is a big concern for all of us in Cauldron. Uh, Thank you. Thank you for helping. And she... Oh, please don't don't leave yet. And she goes back into the back, and she comes out a few minutes later, and she's got a large sack, and it's jingling, and she holds it out for one of you three to grab. Um, I can pay you each fifty silver now, and upon success, or if you find something out that that turns out that we can find the children, I'll pay you a thousand silver piece. i will right, take oh. the back.
3: Oh yeah, fifty silver.
0: So the bag <laughs> a thousand is, silver, a thousand silver a piece. Um, so the bag has hundred and fifty silver in it.
2: Just happened to have this around, did she?
0: Well, I had to go <laughs> count it out and gather it. <laughs> um,
3: just side question: Is it ten silver to gold? Yes. Okay, just I didn't know if the exchange rate was different here. No.
0: Nope. So basically, it gave okay. you fifteen gold. But I like yeah. using silver. Uh, I don't know something about Greyhawk. Everything and five e everything's kind of toned down as far as money. So everything yeah. is really silver. You know, everybody deals in silver. This is how many silver it costs. Like, you don't hear people use gold terms, even if it's ten thousand silver. They don't say a thousand gold. They say ten thousand silver. Yeah. And you know, platinum are almost unheard of. You see a platinum piece, it's you know, it's it's kind of a special deal, um, but yes, it is a factor of ten. Ten coppers, a silvers, ten silvers, a gold, ten golds, a platinum. Okay.
2: Awesome. Fair uh, son says, I, I mean, I don't know what he would say at this point. He's never seen that much money in his I life. Know, that's a lot of money. <laughs>
3: yeah. right. Oh, Okay. I um, I do have a question. So you say that kidnapping is not unusual typically kidnapping is extortion so when they get the ransom gets paid the people get returned
0: usually i mean it, it's just it's, it's standard crime people get kidnapped people get murdered you know uh, people get robbed people get beat up people get mugged so kidnapping is just one of those things that does occur um but not usually kids and yes The Last Laugh has been responsible for kidnappings in the past and they've made quite a bit of money out of it
3: um, um does anyone we can talk to, to give us a description of the kids
0: certainly Uh the headmistress of uh, the last of the uh, Lantern Street Orphanage Gretchen um, she could answer a lot of questions for you you may want to go in the morning it is kind of late now um
3: What's the name of the orphanage?
0: I'm sorry? What's Lantern the name Street. of the orphanage? Lantern Street Orphanage. It is Lantern actually Street. on Lantern Street, which is where it gets its name. Um it's not really on one of the main uh perimeter roads, not like an obsidian or anything like that. And it's kind of in northeast uh, most north by northeast area, right about y'all. You know, okay. Just as an idea. Um, and they lock everything up at late at night. Um, the kids are locked. The boys are locked in one room. The girls locked in another to keep hanky panky to a minimum. But when the, when the, when the sun goes down, the orphanage, it's locked down. And Gretchen, Gretchen takes care of those kids. A lot of
2: generalities being spouted here. (laughs) What's that? Just just me thinking that that there's a lot of generalities. Oh, the guards are all good. Oh, they take care of all the kids. Well <laughs> <All> but, <laughs> all but three it's when they same. don't. How good is good? <laughs> all but three and four in every case.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um She offers for you guys to stay there the night if you'd like. Uh you're welcome to stay here. Uh or I don't know where you're staying for the night, but we have plenty of beds in the church. Um, you are set to task whatever you think is best.
3: I think I'm gonna. I've got a room at the end and I've got. I'm. I'm gonna go back. I've got a note on the board. I want to check on.
1: Okay, I'll come back too. They were holding my table,
3: <laughs> but it might it might take you up on you know later, maybe tomorrow or the next night because it's a little expensive staying here. So definitely. Take up your your hospitality.
0: And I'm sure you ran out on your tab when you saved Rufus, so you may have to go back and tip Nalini appropriately. <coughs> oh, you know Delini. Everybody knows Delaney. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody.
3: Everybody knows Nalini.
0: Not like that, you fiend. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your plan? Let's
2: head out to the inn. Yeah. Out and in. Yes, exactly.
0: Okay. So you guys head out. It's across town. If you could swim across Cradle Lake, which is an option, no, um, <laughs> it would be a lot quicker. You, you cut through the hypotenuse, but you have to go skirt around the Cradle Lake. Uh, you get back to the Drunken Morkoth, no problem at all. Um, get into the tavern proper. It's It's been hour, hour and a half since all this started, since you were eating and you saved Rufus. Um, business as usual, there's a couple of regulars in here. It is nighttime. it's dinner time. Uh, Nalini is bouncing around like a butterfly, and that one glass is still being washed by the bartender. Um, <laughs> if you have nothing so else that you want to do for the night, we'll call it a night. Long rest done. And next morning. Uh, well,
3: um, just before that happens, the only thing I want to do is just sit down with all three of us together okay, and um,
0: just say hi. Okay, no rush. I was just saying if you had nothing to do, you can do it longer. So do what you got to do. And then get my 50 silver.
1: (laughs) 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 I I was going to ask how you wanted to handle that. Do you want me to just handle all the money? That's always a good idea, right? (laughs) Yeah, give the rogue the money. You
0: scream rogue, but you just kind of scream rogue. Um, I mean, it's not
3: its not like I, like, yanked it out of his hand when she gave it to him. It's just like, you know, we're getting ready to split for the night. Just settle up. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah of course. Okay. All right, cool. Thank
0: you. So you go back to the tavern. If you're having a seat in the uh, – if you're having a seat down in the tavern, uh, Nilini kind of flutters over absentmindedly. Yes. <laughs> Sorry.
1: Any chance you kept my dinner warm?
0: Show, <laughs> um, show. Drinks,
3: yes, please, and Sorry. meat cooked. All right. Um, but yeah, it, it, I don't know. If we need to like completely roleplay this out. I just wanted to sit down and. Say hi, since I guess we're going to be working together.
0: She flutters off aimlessly. Okay.
2: Okay. will look at uh, Kaldun and he says, "I am not from around Cal. Kel... <laughs> shoot, Caldren.
0: Cal. <laughs> shoot, the city south of you, here.
2: You, <laughs> you seem to be unique. Can
3: you tell me where you are from?" Um, I am from a very, very far away place um, called. Just one second. Uh, is that with hyphens? Tunareth. <laughs> I'm, I'm from Tunareth. It's very far away from here. Uh, what
2: can you tell me about Tanareth?
3: It is the largest city I've ever seen. Ever, It is an immense city That's about it This is fair enough How
2: far did you travel?
3: I don't think you can measure it in miles It's very far away You have to travel there by magic Ah
2: That is something that I do not know about
1: Sounds inconvenient.
3: Very convenient. And I'm glad I'm not there anymore. It's not a very <laughs> nice place, honestly.
2: Mm. And you, sir,
1: where are you from? Here and there. Here mostly. Oh, you're from Cauldron. From nearby. Oh, okay. Like well, knows this place. Everything ends up in the crater, though. <laughs>
2: It is the way of the mountain that things fall down the side. Yeah. And Ferzon says, I am also from far away, but I traveled by foot. I have spent the last several months training at a monastery at the foot of Cauldron Mountain. It is my first night here.
1: Well, glad we could give you an eventful one.
2: It was that. (laughs) But you do know the city. More or less. It is good to have your knowledge.
1: Are you familiar with these rogues? (laughs) We've we've come across one another before. Okay, well that's something to work on, work with. Yeah, my uh, my first encounter with them was less successful than this one.
2: (laughs) So we'll uh, kind of uh, consider that for a moment and say, if they see you. Will it be a problem for us to be
1: with you? I think it'd be more of a problem for them. <laughs>
2: as long especially, as,
1: especially with you there, mate.
2: He says, "I can only hit one person at a time with my staff." E. <laughs> very hard. Yeah, <laughs> looks like it'd e. only
1: take one hit.
2: But if there are more. His magic seems to be effective at all at the same time.
3: It's a good yeah. trick once or twice a day. I try to hold that in reserve for when it's really important. I just, I mostly wanted to stop him so we could talk to him. All right. It was a wise
0: choice. Yeah. No, Go Flutters back over, sets your drinks down, gives you your cooked meat, brings out your dish yes. that was not warm, so you have a brand new plate. Here you go. <laughs> and she bounces off.
3: Okay. Okay. Well, we'll finish. I'm. i will finish up eating. Check the board. See if anybody left a note in response to my note.
0: Uh, no, no, nobody's not quite yet. Okay.
2: Okay. So I guess we'll. Uh, get a wake up call from Nalini.
1: Show. <laughs>
0: did we you heard that.
2: <laughs> yep. did we get any sort of indication of what time the orphanage opens in the morning? Just dawn. Dawn. Dawn.
0: dawn. And not like high-new dawn where you can see everything. I think of I, I don't of the I mentioned. Uh, did I explain how like all the buildings yeah. are super tall yeah. so, and so, tall, like... tall
1: buildings, and lots Cast of shadows. And shadows? Yeah, okay. Only, so... only really really daylighted street level at
0: Murnish. Yeah. Yes, yeah. good. So it's just, it's essentially a, a stadium. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And 100. it's hard to tell from the overhead map like this, but mm-hmm. the roads are all like thirteen degree inclination. Like they all it's everything is very, very steep. Um mm-hmm. going down to the center of the crater. But yeah, um, 8, 8, let's call it 8 o'clock. After breakfast, the, the orphanage opens. And it's not like they have a lot of visitors and tourists and, you know, people come and like gawk at the orphans. It's just, that's when they get out and move about and, you know, that's when everybody arrives that don't stay there overnight, like the groundskeepers and things like that. I'm sending you a picture <laughs> in the Discord. Discord. Do we do that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, correct. All right, I've got three monitors, and I don't have Discord. (laughs) Okay, I'll send it to you in roll twenty. Is that an option? Sure. Okay, roll twenty. Doctor Foe wants a shirt that says "Show." Show. Doctor Foe. Yeah, somebody's on. uh, Somebody's watching the Twitch feed. What? Doctor Foe, like yes. Uh, Hi, Doctor Foe. So it's a link. I will click the link. Ah, no. I guess I could put it in the uh, stream.
1: Before anybody feels the need to uh, to point it out, Halbert comes from Helmbard, the old German, which is handle Hatchet. So without the hatchet bit, it would just be the handle, hand, not just the Bard bit. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: Thanks, Mike. So, so, what you're, so what you're saying is Ferzon's, Ferzon's uh, staff is named Hal. Yes.
0: This is Hal. Don't do that, Ferzon.
1: I can't do that, Dave. I
2: can't do that, Dave. <laughs>
0: Oh God! I'm gonna ha- I'm just gonna have to throw in an intelligent uh, uh, stick for you now and call it pal. Daisy, Daisy.
2: Okay, did did you see the uh, image that I sent?
0: I don't know where to look. It's in roll twenty. Yeah, it's Rolled in roll 20. twenty, and it's super hot. Is it that link? Yes. Yeah. All right continue. I'm afraid it's going to turn off my roll 20 though. Let me see. Can I open this in a separate? Ah, yes, again. Yes. Yes. It looks like a Coliseum. I have that picture. I just haven't brought it up yet. That is a good, good way. Uh, I can't really center it on Twitch, but you can really see how steep mm-hmm. those roads are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With that's, that,
3: That's more like 45 degrees.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I'm not smart like you guys but you can, you can see though okay, the, I got it the, the it's, further, it's the further it's a deep dish but as deep the deep further dish. you go in it does get <laughs> shallower and shallower so you get down to the bottom and it's more of a flat and yeah when you're really close up it's kind of a really cool map wow there you go have but, a burp um well, thank you for that yes well, thank you for bringing that map um i was i will definitely be posting that up in place uh, eventually I, like here I dropped
1: it in the dropped it in the twitch chat
2: the
0: twitch. excellent
1: excellent
2: oh cool thank you <laughs> thank you mr. kick, kick the table, the table. <sighs> is it mr. the table or no. I am, it's
1: Doctor the table thank you <laughs> 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 mr. Um, the kick
0: so <laughs> do you guys have anything else you want to do tonight
2: uh, um. No, I think so. I'm gonna mm-hmm. sharpen my stick.
0: Sharpen your
3: stick, Hal. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be a pokey stick instead Not of a, a bashy
1: euphemism. stick. Not a euphemism. <laughs> ha, ha. No.
0: <laughs> all right. Bright and early the next day, as the sun rises, so does your level. You're now all level oh. two. Oh, congratulations! Yes. Oh, that's cool. Uh, to you can take happy. a moment if you'd like to kind of it's look at Christmas. your next level. Uh, level two is pretty huge for some of you, and not so much the other day. Uh, it was yeah. going to be called Mister at the table. <laughs> That's Rin seventy six. Um, oh what? It's on Twitch. People are we have we have people talking to us.
2: Oh hello. is seventy six.
0: Since we don't have ten thousand people flooding through the chat, I can actually read each and every can individual. Actually read yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, what hey, problems um, we don't have! While while
1: we're looking at the uh, at the the level up, I, I had a thing to show you, Matt. So, all right, this I don't know if this is going to come up on camera. Go down just a little bit. Blur background. Looks back, like a an bit. owl. Back, back, yeah, back, back,
0: back. Like an owl on it. Looks like Here a coin with back. a big-eyed owl. Yep,
1: this is a drachma. Ah, oh, it exists. <laughs> <laughs> so it turns out drachma is the currency used by Greece before the euro came in. Okay. Um, and ah. so after our after our first recording session where we discussed the drachma, I went and looked it up and yeah. I found a store on Etsy where you can buy a brand new drachma. This one is from nineteen seventy-three.
0: What is the value <laughs> of a drachma in of course we're we're dirty Americans Infin- to a dollar.
1: Infinitely less than what I paid for. It. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think
0: I paid ten dollars Australian to get
1: it and that included shipping, which that's is probably worth like fifty cents American. That's pretty bad
0: exchange rate. <laughs>
1: That's pretty cool. No, it's not quite that. It, it's not quite that bad. I think it's probably six or seven dollars US to get it.
0: Oh, okay. Well, it's funny. Um, Heath Caldoun uh, and I. Well, Heath and I uh, took a trip when we were much younger, and we went through Western Europe and just did a twenty-day Euro pass, and we were in. Half a dozen or more different countries. And I could, I mean, I'm a dumbass 19 year old. I'm like, I don't know what money we have. I just, I, I called everything Drachma and I thought I made it up. So I, apparently I'd heard it somewhere. <laughs> apparently, somewhere. It before. turns out
1: like you may have actually been paying with Drachma. <laughs> could have been. <laughs> is, we
0: didn't visit Greece. No, but no. Uh, didn't get that
3: far south. No. We did have a large accumulation of coins because, you know, you go from one country to the other, you end up with the currency and it's like,
0: And they never wanted to exchange coin. They'd exchange bills, but never coin. Anyway, yes, thank you. That's amazing. That's awesome. A (laughs) drachma. Now I'm going to look it up and have have to buy my own owl coin for $7.
1: It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's it's a (laughs) prized possession now. It's worth the the pittance I spent on it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So we're not going to do a full on what all happened with your next level, but I'm curious that everybody continue the same class. Yes. Yes. All right. um, Maybe. I don't know. Ooh. I know Tarathiel. Y'all aren't keeping your classes secret, are you? From the multitude of audience that we have.
1: I'm not. Quick, Twitch. Guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: We will pay you in drachmas if you. Will. Yes. Even see if you can figure it. Out. Oh, don't say that. We'll send you a no
0: we'll exactly. International do right. shipping does apply. You will pay for it. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> Crypto Heath the Caldun, taking the level wizard. Yes, and I am uh, an abjurer. Abjurer. So you don't really gain much. You get a couple of spells, and that's about it. Third level is your big, big boost of power. Is that?
3: Um, well, I get my school specialization at second level, which is abjurer.
0: Oh, is it level two? All right, it's level two. That's mm-hmm. cool. So Abjure, I know abjurer has a, a couple of nifty abilities when you first take it. Why did you choose Abjuror?
3: Um, he's sort of a tanky wizard, and the nice thing about the abjurer is they have that arcane ward, which essentially it almost doubles their hit points.
0: Okay, very nice. Is that like per long rest kind of thing, or how does that work?
3: Um, so whenever you cast an Abjuration spell, it creates the ward uh, okay. after a long rest. And the ward is equal to twice your wizard level plus your intelligence bonus.
0: Oh, that's so cool. So
3: for me that's going to be seven points. Now, is okay. this
0: is this temporary hit points or is this like a shield? No,
3: it's not it's not temporary hit points. Okay. If you, it, it takes damage before temp does before real hit points. So cool. Um so you have, it's temporary
0: temperature shields. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> wizard, really it, it's yeah, it's really
3: together. a ward. That's right. So cool. if I take damage, say, and my ward absorbs it, I don't. There's no con check because I didn't actually take any damage. So it's not like temporary points. Right. Very, um, very cool. And for every abjuration spell I cast, it adds double the spell level back to the ward.
0: Oh. Afterwards. Yes. Like you recharge it, kind of thing. Yes. Thing. So we if I cast
3: to... Shield, which is a first-level spell,
1: it'll add two more points to the ward. Neat. So next combat, Fazan and I are just going to stand back and watch you go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've always wanted a wizard class like Tank. You know, it, mm-hmm. I've always wanted to see some sort of game mechanic where the, you know, because you have some of these amazing abilities or possibility of force, you know, Wall of Force and other things, and Pathfinder has a couple of spells that are nifty. Um, cool, very cool, so you're a level two abjurer, yes, and the twitch stream looks like Khaldun is locked up a little bit uh and Tyre- it looks like everybody has does it look all right to you guys? I minimized it you know, and brought it back up
1: it looks stopped to me stuck you know,
0: you're you're moving you're moving, yeah, so it is then a Skype thing, and I minimize that, and let's see what happens there we go. Back to life. All right. Hey. So, oh, right. note to self: never do that shit again.
1: Don't right. my <laughs>
0: Yes. Uh, all right, Farsan. You took another level of fighter. Fighter. I forgot. I'm still got a monk in my head for you.
1: He's monkish. Monk yeah. adjacent. Monkey. He's monk adjacent. Yeah, monkey. He's monk adjacent.
0: <laughs> He's... monkey. And monkey. so yours is third level stuff, right? So right now you basically hit points and something else.
2: Uh, hit points, and he now has access to action surge. So, oh, yes. once
0: which is ooh, awesome. Nasty. Yes, it is. It's like <laughs> once a day, though, right? It's once a long rest. Yes, once a long rest. Okay, which is so such an additional thing. action. Yeah, and that's a big deal, especially if you if you continue on as a fighter when you have two attacks, three attacks. That mm-hmm. action surge gives you a full action to do whatever you want to with it. So you could take another 2 or 3 attacks. It is oh. I think you're in 76. Uh, they're saying the audio visual is all good again. Um yeah. So like say you have two attacks with an action surge, you have four attacks in one round. It's it's Hoss. It's a big deal. Kind of a big deal. Kind of well, I mean, he is a big deal. Yeah, he's a large <laughs> overly large, large deal. deal. Uh <laughs> Yeah,
1: Tarathiel took another level in rogue, which gets me my uh, cunning action. So oh. you know, I can I can dash, disengage, or hide as a bonus action. That's
0: so f- I love that crap. Very nice. Rogues are cool like that. So
3: uh, Tosh's Tasha's gives you an option to gain advantage if you don't move. Is that a second level thing, or is that higher level? I don't All know right. if it, I don't know if that's an like extension
1: dark. of that. I, I haven't read it. I, in in okay. When I read through Tasha's, I didn't have a rogue, so I didn't kind of pay as much attention.
0: <laughs> so uh, like you don't have to do it right now because it's probably not going to come up, but take a look at it, Mike. Yeah. If you've got it at level two, it's yours. Okay, cool. right, We're going to use all the options yeah. from Tasha's. It's a third level. Awesome. Is it third level? It's, okay. Third, okay. Level. it's, it's third level.
3: Steady right. aim, yeah, it's third level. So yeah. never
0: mind. Do, do not look that up. Normally the good stuff <laughs> no, happens at third level.
1: Indeed, that, that's how it works, right?
0: Yeah. All right, cool, um so yeah, you wake up smarter and and nimbler and cooler actually action, <laughs> <nimblier>. action here <laughs> um, y'all wake up it's morning, go down, have some breakfast. Nalini's there, she flutters around, gets you some food, get you some drink um be sure, so you guys did work yesterday because you met at the end of the day when all this went down. So your cost is negated for room and board today. Mm-hmm. Remember how we were talking about the jobs cool. and stuff like that. So there is yep. no cost that has been taken care of due to your day job. Uh, oh, that's uh, kick the table. Um, so the day has begun. <laughs> what are you guys going to do?
1: Tell Melanie we're going to the orphanage. Ask her if we she wants us to get her anything. Shut. <laughs> My <A> brother. <laughs> All right. We'll have, we'll have a look.
4: We'll see
0: what we can find. <laughs>
1: uh, no. <laughs> that's What I was thinking actually before was like kidnapping orphans is is kind of lazy. Like you'd attract a lot less trouble if you just adopted them,
0: like, <laughs> right? It's like which is but kind of awful and it's probably like fifty thousand silver per child if it's anything like today. Um, yeah, so It'd be a lot not,
1: less police trouble, though. <laughs> true,
0: <laughs> true. You don't go to jail for adopting. Have to do like job. a home study. Um, hmm. I may have told you off a little bit. This is actually Lantern Street Orphanage. I found it on my notes. Um, so you guys are coming from. Over here mm-hmm. and crossing right. over to the other side of town. Um Hey that's I my can't shrink my token, so. so is that is that the plan? Is that what y'all are doing? Heading over to the orphanage. Yes. Yeah.
1: All right. Show. Show. So, um, as we walk, um, Tarithi will be keeping one eye on the rooftops just to see if there's anyone following us or watching us or Give me an active perception. Firing arrows at us or trying to murder
0: us. And uh, In case anybody was questioning what the PP numbers are, those are the characters' passive perceptions. As more for me than be, anybody else, so I can just look at it. But holy
3: cow,
1: 23. That's a natural 20 for a 23. 23.
0: Of, you do not see anybody tailing you. You and do you have to time. see a supernova 10 billion light years away, <laughs> yeah. but nobody is tailing you at this moment.
1: My God, it's full of empty stars. You
0: see, you see, you see a
2: rover dropping onto a red planet. Yeah, there's
0: nothing but dead robots here. It's a planet of death. <laughs> there's been so many good memes but... about that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sad. My brothers are dead.
2: It's so sad. Yeah. But uh, the, the one that I really liked was the uh, you know, you have you have. You uh, you have perseverance, and then you have the uh, the Jawas carrying it away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. It does That's look very like Tatooiney to. there. It does very yes. much so. I, and I, one more on this topic, like we were talking about this yesterday in my home game, um, while Heath is running, um, the picture of the sky on Mars of all the, the I mean, you could everything that you can see is so amazing without an atmosphere. It is the, the Milky yeah, Way beautiful. and all those those galaxies just absolutely if, if you haven't had a chance to look at it you got to see these pictures it was interesting to
1: terraform it and ruin the view <laughs>
0: yeah uh, <laughs> noir dragon one just put up a link i don't know what that is Ooh. um run
1: click it randomly <laughs> yeah. let's put oh <laughs> uh, yeah no this uh,
0: is this is beautiful but is it, it safe
1: stuck yes stuck. Okay. It, is, it is it is safe it's not emotionally safe though uh, yeah
0: it's... <laughs> um Oh, yeah. King okay. My dragon. So, sorry about that. It was uh, you, and it was interesting. I was reading. Uh, they were talking about why don't they have video coming and blah blah blah. And they're talking about like how the intergalactic kilobyte rate is very very low. <laughs> but yeah. the reason they don't also is there's nothing moving. So what's the point to have a video of a still image? Whereas a picture will do the same thing. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. 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 Well, that that was
3: that was what made the recording of the landing so um, amazing. Because yeah. there was something moving. So right. there was something to see, especially when it, when you, when you, when it actually started to touch down and you could see the thrusters like pushing it. It looked like fluid at the bottom of the water, you know. Yeah. That was just really cool.
0: I guess the light uh-huh. gravity makes it fall a little differently than we would see.
3: Yeah. I guess so. I don't know. It, looked, it was just neat.
0: Weird and cool simultaneously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. there's also some images from uh, curiosity that they've stitched
2: together to make these ultra high resolution pictures of just yeah. you know panoramics of of mars and those are awesome
0: i mean they they have gone to a lot of trouble to fake to get the mars? mars landing <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> that's right i mean the moon it's landing like, was easy to like, fake because uh... it's so much closer
3: the moon landing. yeah. I mean, Stanley Kubrick, he he wanted it to be so realistic, he filmed it on the moon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <The> very method. <laughs> All right, you guys um, had breakfast, gather up together, heading to Lantern Street Orphanage. Um, mm-hmm. Nice day; it is sunny, uh, still kind of muddy from the night before. You come around the corner, and uh, Lantern Street Orphanage is a two-story building. Made of charcoal stones, it looks like it's probably been built from some of the local rock, which a lot of the buildings are. Like a lot of this is, uh, you know, uh, lava rock and obsidian and things like that. Um, the windows on both floors, a two-story building, are all shuttered and closed, even in the, even though the things have opened up and you see people moving around. Um, there are lanterns hanging on either side of the oaken door. And there's a green copper gargoyle head with a nose knocker, kind of like from Labyrinth, you know, the one that's like, you know, it's going through his ears. snap ah, sorry, can't hear you. That guy mm-hmm. is sitting on the front door. But as you approach, you see off to the right, there's a groundskeeper, somebody that's just taking care of the little grass that there's affordable uh, around the orphanage. Um, it looks just like Willie from Simpsons. Like, it, this is the groundskeeper Simpson Willie.
2: Um, am I am I gonna lose points if I don't know who that is?
0: No, no, I, I looked it up, so you're fine. Okay, um, I just remember seeing it what thirty seven years ago when the first season came out. Um, anyway, mm-hmm. he doesn't really pay you much mind. You go up to the door. No wonder they're so easy to kidnap.
2: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh that guy, yeah, yeah, I've seen that guy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. I was gonna to try to fake an Irish accent, but my Irish accent sucks. I was just gonna to try to like do dances, like
1: Scottish, Scottish. Yeah, that sucks.
0: Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. You're level one. <laughs> <laughs> that's about the time the Tarask showed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the undead Lich Tarask half angel. <laughs> All right, you yeah. guys are there uh, there is an iron gate around the the area of the orphanage it is open um, like I said the groundskeeper is out milling about uh, but the front door is closed and the windows are shuttered shuttered <clears throat> <clears throat>
3: um,
2: knock on DDo.
0: what was the name of the uh, Gretchen? Gretchen Gretchen is the uh, headmistress okay
2: all right, Khaldun knocked on the door, yes?
0: Yes. You did? All right, okay. he knocked. Just not much time later, the door creaks open oh. just a little oh. bit, and you see oh. a little old lady, like as little old lady that you can imagine, little hunched over, long gray hair and a bun in the back of her head, um, looks up at uh, Khaldun, and she just <sighs> and shuts the door.
3: <laughs> Dang, it's okay.
0: Maybe I shouldn't be the one that on the door. And you hear kind of a yelling inside. Too muffled. Give eh, me perception if you want. But a little too they're, muffled to, to hear. the crossbows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Getting the We've orphan lineup attack. the wrong
1: thing to say. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> Orphanage slash boot camp. <laughs> and a few minutes later, uh, the door reopens. Uh, if you haven't banged the door down in the, the thirty seconds, no. um, <laughs> and a larger, older, uh, older man, probably in the mid fifties, uh, opens the door and he's he's wearing uh, uh, a, a cook's apron. Obviously, uh-huh. the chef um, obviously eats a lot of his own food. Kind of round, big black beard. He looks nice, but he looks like he's trying to not look nice. Like he's trying to be. Like, and he's an <laughs> average size fella. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He opens the door and said, uh, Can I help you? And you can kind of see past him and you see this little old lady like hiding behind this cook.
3: She's clutching her rosary.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Got the vapors! <famous>. Um,
3: <laughs> um, we're here about the orphans. <laughs> We already got one. <laughs> <You> we <know. laughs> hear about the we hear about the the kidnappings. We are here
1: about the ones you don't got. Yeah,
3: the Church of Saint Guthbert actually sent us over here to help. Maybe we can oh, find out who
0: uh, took the children. Real quick, this was a oops on my part. Jina uh, also gave you a uh, a piece of paper with um, uh, a ripped a signal it's a writ of it purpose is. uh she, purpose. she told she tells you that this will get you into many doors that would normally be barred to you <laughs>
2: slammed in your face by yeah the yeah, of ladies. yeah my fault i forgot okay.
0: that was part of the stuff that she gave you but she called it a writ of purpose and she did say like, please you know this you're, you're going in the name of the church try not to abuse the power of this but this will get you in many doors that you normally would be shunned from so yeah. anyway all that still happened um, but the cook <laughs> is standing there and the little lady's yeah, behind me. I her. lick
3: it and stick it on my forehead <laughs> A
0: ace of spades <laughs> and he, he looks at your forehead and reads it and goes oh and he turns around they're from the church and she you see her she just kind of like pushes him aside well why didn't you say so and she opens the door on open probably because you didn't know that you had that ability huh um, and she, she ushers you in. She she takes the writ, looks at it, and heads it right back to you. I'm Gretchen. I'm the headmistress here. Uh, please come in, come in, come in. And
2: this is how the door. Babe.
0: So Khaldun walks in, this Gith Yankee with no nose. And then on ducks through the door, and she's just. <laughs> she looks through the door and, and just sees Seraphiel come in and just, you know, what can I do for you?
3: Well, um, we'd like to help get your children back. Um, If you give us any information that could point us in the right direction. Like circumstances, what they look like.
0: Well, I can give you the names. Um, You're not the first to come. Uh, Are you working with the police? The police came several days ago. They didn't find much. But anyway, you're welcome. Please, please, please. And she starts kind of tottering off up the stairs to the second floor. It looks behind and sees if you're following like are are we following yes she's okay. she's she's beckoning with her head like kinda okay. like yoda good good food, good food ha, ha come on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, w- I'm waiting for the the
3: little crystal dish with those really old strawberry candies in them yes. The the ones with
2: the, the um, syrup in the middle. The... Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. The
0: kind that would lacerate your tongue every time. Because. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh my god. All right. So she's she's tottering into and it looks like she's going to her office. She pushes okay. the door open, yeah. goes around the back of the desk, sits down, pulls out a, a, a drawer from her desk and pulls out a ledger. Um, okay. No come candy. In, Come Thank in. Come in. You. No candy. No candy. Um, <laughs> shut the door, please. And she pulls the buck out, flips it around, pushes it towards you. And it looks like a ledger of all the orphans that have come and gone over the years. And on the ledger, you see the last four that have left. Um, it doesn't say kidnapped. It just has here, you know, that kind of thing. Like, children are no longer here kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. And it's got the name of the four children on there, which are in my notes right here <laughs> for me to read to you at which point this you get to this. looks disturbingly like
1: inventory. <laughs> it kind of uh, is. Well, it's, it's very dry it, like it's, that. It's, it's funny. My, um, it, ironically, my daughter works for a children's home and uh, during the, the week that we had of lockdown recently, she was forced to work from home and the only work that they could give her to do from home was to transcribe journals of nuns from the like, the 20s. And it is. It's like this this person uh arrived, this person left. And that's literally the kinds of entries that get put in, and it's like double entry bookkeeping tracking children.
0: Yeah. Wow. I, I've worked uh, I still do occasionally work at a children's home here in town or in next town over. And it, it it's it seems kinda of callous, but I think that's more to protect the people taking care of the children than anything. Like you you know. Anyway. So she pulls this ledger, and there are four names. Uh, the last four children to have left the uh, orphanage. Uh, and the names are Deacon, D-E-A-K-O-N, Evelyn, Lucinda, and Taram. Why didn't you spell the last three? Uh, would you like they me to? They spelled how you'd expect. E V E L <laughs> Y N. Because Deacon's weird. Uh, Lucinda, L-U-C-I-N-D-A, and Terrem, T-E-R-R-E-M.
2: I didn't spell any of them correctly. Level one. (laughs)
0: That's my new threat. (laughs) You're level one now. Uh, And if you look, you know, you kind of... You kind of looking through the ledger and you see those four names, and none of these four were even the most recent to come or go, like you know Deacon came uh two years ago, Evelyn's been here a year and a half, blah blah blah, you know, so there's no looking at this ledger, there's no rhyme or reason. it's like they all came together and then they all left together, or if they mm-hmm. came like one, two, three, four, the last four kids to get here, you know nothing like that. it's just there's nothing in there. I'm not going to make you do an investigation roll for this. It's it's just nothing in there that really indicates any kind of pattern. I guess, for the lack of a okay. better word. Um, okay.
3: What are the ages of the children?
0: Uh, it doesn't say. Uh, but she he, she looks. You know, the ledger doesn't have the ages. But she said, "Well, they are they are all kids. Kids like under the age of ten. Uh, not really t- okay. between six and ten. Okay. Like she doesn't really know because uh, a lot of kids probably don't really know how old they are. Right. You know? Right. Right. Okay. I'm there's no the...
2: indication of um, origination, like where they dropped off in a basket, or where they, you know, um, just left at the door with an apple.
0: It doesn't say in the ledger. Again, it's it. It is very dry about children in children out names. Um, and she she kind of thinks. I'm sorry, honey. I I don't remember really details. Um, I don't know, ma'am. Nothing specific. Hmm.
1: Is this two boys and two girls?
0: It is three boys. Uh, two. Deacon, Evelyn. Evelyn. Yes, you're right. Two and two. She's not a very I'm, good I'm old. mistress for an orphanage. I'm old. For some, <laughs> for some reason, I had Lucinda being a male. I don't know. It's possible. Yeah. Of course, she shortened it to Lucinda.
1: Uh, we understand that the children are separated at night.
0: Yes, they, just to, you know, minimize hanky-panky, some of these kids are in their teens, and I was a teenager, believe it or not, and she fluffs her hair once upon a time. But we shut the doors, lock them, and keep them separate in the night, so to keep them safe and to keep us from having additional orphans.
1: So we have two locked room mysteries in a locked house at night.
0: Yes, yes. You... You are free to roam and investigate, and I will help in any way you wish. I'll be with you. I'll introduce you to the entire staff, if you like, just to let them know. Are you working with the, the Lord Mayor as well? We had two investigators here yesterday. No, we are not. Okay. Uh, we have... So the guards came the day after, and then the day after that we had these two uh they sort of they, they resembled you, sir, and she points at Raphael. Half elf. They they look like they had some Helven heritage, both of them. Uh, they came and asked a lot of the questions that you're asking.
2: Hmm.
1: Tarathia's eyebrows kinda of raise at that. Arch up.
2: And uh take, taking inspiration from Doctor Foe on the uh Twitch stream, uh, Farazhan <laughs> will say these were all human children.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, there's no, we, every child we have is human and that's no, we would take any child, but we only get humans. There are very few non-humans that come through Cauldron in general or this area. Uh, you, You three are very unique. It's, I've never seen one of your kind, sir. And she says it like meekly, like trying not to anger you, Farzan. I've never seen one of your kind, <laughs> uh, nor yours. And she looks at Khaldun. Um, I didn't know. When I saw your face, it looked like you had a, been horribly disfigured. And I apologize for my reaction. But this is a human city. This, there, You just don't see many non-humans around here.
3: So the the two half elves that showed up yesterday was that was kind of odd then.
0: Yes, yes. Half elves, I would say, are the most common non human because they're they're half human, um, but it's still very rare for a non human to be anywhere in Cauldron. There are there are a few that are citizens of Cauldron. I, I mean, there is uh, the blacksmith. There's the uh, the magic vendor and one of the wizards of the. Uh, uh, the Academy is uh, an elf as well, but uh, on top of my head, those are the only non-humans I can think of.
3: So what was, what was the circumstances of the children's disappearance?
0: Uh, well, it happened three nights ago. It was during the night. Um, we've at, talked to all the children, and no, none of them have said anything about seeing anything. One of them said that they uh, have saw somebody trying to suck their soul out through their ear, but we kind of thought maybe it was a, uh, a nightmare. I'm not sure about that. I, I, would, I, I wouldn't let that one – I don't think that really happened. He, he's he's one for tall orders anyway. Um, this, so this was one of the – Why? Four.
2: Yes? That was one that was one of the four that were kidnapped. No, no, no. that's Billy.
0: Billy just makes oh. up stories. Uh, oh. please okay. disregard Billy. <laughs> okay.
3: but none of the so children why do you why do you think they were kidnapped?
0: I don't know.
1: There's no, never... No, no,
3: no. We've <laughs> never why why are you assuming that they were kidnapped?
1: <laughs> Not the reason for the kidnapping. Why do you think they were kidnapped?
3: Why do you think they just didn't run away?
0: Well, there's no indication they could have. I mean, four children escaping from locked doors, shuttered locked windows, second-story floor, all four of them without a single anybody hearing or seeing anything? Well, if they were
3: kidnapped, it's equally odd that no one saw anything. Not even
0: the other children. They seem somewhat similar. Uh, They seem somewhat happy. I mean, I know, they're orphans and it's not the best situation, but it's just been ruled a kidnapping more than anything. It's a good question. I hadn't thought about that, but... I mean, you don't
3: have a ransom note, right? No, no, no. Nothing. We have nothing. I mean, usually a ransom note is what tells you it's a kidnapping. Hmm.
0: I, I don't know about things like that. Okay.
3: Well.
2: All uh. right. May we
0: see their rooms, yes, yes, please. If there's anything else, we'll head that way and she st- walks you know stands up, closes the book, puts it back in the drawer, opens the door, totters around and so the second story of this building, and considering this city, it's a small building, like two stories is pretty short because most of the buildings are three, four five, some of them are seven feet seven stories high. Um, Can I interrupt? yes
2: um just a just a quick look around the office anything unusual before we leave
0: no it, it looks yeah. like the headmistress like a nun's office in a, a like a catholic orphanage there's a desk it's very spartan uh, no there are no religious iconography uh so it's not like a religious building um but it's just you know her old office uh with just paperwork and just business dealings Okay.
3: Is okay. is there a, is there a Ferrari in the driveway? <laughs> like did she did she buy something really expensive
0: and new? Yeah, and there's a dude <laughs> with a mustache and a, like a Hawaii shirt hanging out in really tight jeans <laughs> against it, smiling. kill.
2: I was thinking that there were guys with suits and sunglasses and you know fedoras. Right. Got to see the penguin.
0: Okay, so nothing unusual. No, and so, yeah, you go up the stairs, and the second floor is balconied over. You can look over the balcony into the main entrance area. And you go back to the back of the building, and you've got the two large bedrooms. So there's really only three rooms up here. Bedroom for the okay. girls, bedroom for the boys, and then the headmistress's office. Everything else is down on the ground floor. Um, and she's, she's walking over, and she pulls the key out from a key ring out from over her neck and she jangles it i've still got the key i've still got the key this is the only key to these rooms and she goes and unlocks the the first door and opens it up and uh, i i didn't really mention it but there are children in this place like they're playing hide and seek and they're just running around the door wasn't locked but she's pulling it out to show you like she locks and unlocks the door like i i have the key and she puts it she puts it back around her neck. She opens the door. And it's what you would think. There's uh, two dozen single uh, twin-size beds along the the back wall, each one with their own uh, trunk. Uh, there are a few kids in here, a few boys and girls, uh, just running around playing, doing kid things. Um, some of them are pretty young, as young as four years old. And then you've got some that probably be aging out very soon. Looks like they're in their late teens. And, you know, she she's kind of explaining you know we get these kids from all around um the area of cauldron um when they turn 16 they are released uh to go start an apprenticeship or they're adults at that point and they go um so the oldest that we have is 15 years old uh this is the boys room uh two of the children were taken from here and she takes you over to the two beds of the children and you know Shows it to you and the beds were still messy and uh, shows you the trunk and you open the trunk and it's, you know, it's, it's bed clothes and a couple of sets of clothes and uh, maybe like a toy or a doll or something, um, in both of the, uh, chests or, or trunks. Um, please, I, and she steps back, please do whatever it is that you're here to do. I, if you need, if you um, need my assistance, I'm here. I, I look around, um,
3: Look for a child in the area that happens to have something like a broken toy or <laughs> something. Dis- I imagine their stuff probably isn't in the best repair. Okay. Um, you know, like you know, a doll with a you sure. know, an eye it's popped off or yeah, something. Yeah, like I got you. <clears throat> okay. And so I'll go over to that child All and right. I'll look at him and I say, uh, "Can I? Can I see your toy?"
0: It's it's a little girl. Um... Like Gerber mm-hmm. baby, cute little five year old. She grabs her doll and she looks over at Gretchen, like kind of like, is this okay? Asking for permission. And you, you see her. She. It's okay, honey. And she hands you know hand you the doll.
3: Okay. And I'd say this looks like it's very well loved, but I think it I think it could um, use a little help. And I kneel down next to her and I hold it and I I wave my hand over it and I cast mending and I fix it.
0: Okay. And she's watching you, and she's kind of like entranced by the the sound of the of the of the words of your magic and you know the you, and you know I always think that when you cast a spell, there's like you know the air looks when heat goes through, like just a little shimmer of magic happens even mm-hmm. if there's no other effect, and this happens, and the the doll's eye pulls back up into the doll and it's restitches stitches, and it even goes back and it cleans it and it, it looks brand new and She's looking at it. She's just, you know, kid on Christmas morning looking at this brand new toy. And she's got her hands up like, you know, can I have it? Can I have it? Yeah, yeah. And I have it back to her. And she grabs it. What's your name? She bites it off.
3: Hmm? What's your name? Cindy. Sandy? Cindy. Cindy? Cindy. Did you you know Evelyn or Lucinda? Uh
0: Uh-huh. You did? Yes.
3: Do you have any idea why they ran
0: away? And she looks over at Gretchen again. She just kind of shrugs, like, not really understanding.
3: Do you know why they're gone?
0: They they left. They left? Mm -hmm. They just decided to leave? She looks over at Gretchen again. And you get it. It's not like she's scared. She's not, like, afraid to answer because of Gretchen. She's looking almost like Gretchen's her mom. She's looking for security. She doesn't know mm-hmm. really how to answer. She doesn't know. She's a little intimidated. She doesn't really understand the concepts that you're asking. So she's just like, they're gone. It's a okay. four-year-old, yeah, you know, little girl. Okay. Pick a better target. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> so, yeah, is, is, there, is there an older child a in teenager? here? A uh,
2: teenager?
0: Not, not in this room. Not, not okay. here currently. I am Groot. Hey, watch your language. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Gretchen, um, she kind of picks up on what you're asking. She's like, okay, there, there's a, there's an older boy. that's He's 15. Uh, he's around here somewhere. We can go talk to him if you like.
3: Okay, sure.
0: All right. Um, b- before we leave, um, are the windows
2: at a height where a 10-year-old could climb out of them if they were open?
0: Yeah, if they tried. It would be but they are all closed and latched right now and they they aren't like simple latch they're locked with a key okay and they are closed currently
1: can Mm -hmm. uh just i want to keep an eye on gretchen um i i don't actually want to steal the key i want to get a feel for how difficult it would be to steal the key from her
0: okay um a slight of mind. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a. I,
1: I want to play out the scenario in my head of if I were to attempt to steal this key, how difficult would it be for someone to lift it? So, so like of perception.
0: It is around her neck and under uh-huh. her under her shirt. So you think it would be fairly tough for her to go for it to go unnoticed while she was awake? Yep. Like yep. probably, it it would take a lot of skill.
1: Yeah. So then uh, I I want to ask her, you said this is the only key. There's not a spare in case of this mishap, this one going missing maybe?
0: No, no, just the one key. And she pulls the key off of her neck and hands it to you. Just this is it. There's It's a key ring. So there's three keys on there. A bunch there. of keys on there, yeah. Just three. There are three keys on here. And she, mm-hmm. she holds up one. This is this is my office. She holds up the other one. This is the boy's room. She holds up the third one. This is the girl's room. That's it. They're brand new. We just received these about a month ago. Ah uh, oh. Where from? Uh Kelvin. Uh, Gelvin. Gil, excuse me, that's Matt. Gelvin. Um <laughs> he uh he's the local locksmith. He he has been an a supporter of the orphanage for years and every so often we the locks wear out and he brings new ones. So he brought these all these in. Um, just about a month ago, maybe six weeks. It's been a, not too long ago. May I? And she's she's she seems very anxious about not having the keys.
1: Yeah, yeah. And um where do you keep the key when you're asleep?
0: I don't I, I leave it on my neck.
1: Hmm. So wise precaution.
0: I thought so. So give me a Shall we? give me a perception check.
1: Perception.
0: You specifically to Raphael. 17. 17. Um, and I'm going to give you advantage because of your, we'll call it mm. the profession. Um,
1: More than <laughs> five. So 17. <laughs> <laughs> um, excellent.
0: excellent. You're, you're standing there and you're in this room and she was standing by the door. And you look down at the door and the lock mechanism of the door is... It is. It's brand new. It's pristine. It's a good lock. Like, mm-hmm. if you were to put mechanics to it, it would be a DC-25 to unlock this thing with a lock pick. So, it's a, it's a good lock. Oh, yeah. And you oh, yeah. get in there, and you're looking at it. This lock has never been picked. It has mm-hmm. only been used with a key.
1: Right. Okay. I'll keep that to
0: myself for the moment. She's like... um, are you, are you through with McKee? <laughs> McKee, can I have yeah, McKee yeah. back? Yeah, of course. Oh, thank I'm you. Think go go she puts back. it around her neck, and she's
3: <laughs> key anxiety.
0: Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> cool. Well, she just had four kidnapped, and now yeah. Uh, <laughs> what can I do for you? You want to go talk to the boy? Yes, please. Yes. Okay. And she totters off and goes downstairs. Um. She walks around and she goes into the kitchen. Uh and you see the same man that came and answered the door for her earlier. Um shoot. Uh, Willie. No, that's the groundskeeper. Uh Angry Sophie. T- Tamar. <laughs> Tamar. Yeah, Angry <laughs> Sophie. Thank you. Tamar. Um, <laughs> these gentlemen are here investigating the four missing children. Um have you have you seen uh, uh, Eric? And he, he nods. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's jolly. Yeah, he's no longer angry, but he's very softy. No worker. No more uh, girl. No and it's very obvious he was bad at being aggressive. You know, he's just this, mm-hmm. and he's he's smiling from ear to ear. Like there's other kids in here, and he's like he'll throw him a piece of bread. And like he's he loves it. He loves being around these kids, and it's obvious. Uh, I think I saw him out back. He might be talking to. Uh, uh, Jeremiah, um and gretchen goes that's the, that's the groundskeeper um he may be uh, considering he'll be aging out soon he may be uh just talking to him about potential jobs i don't know but i saw him out back he might be outside and gretchen nods and saying thank you and totters off and goes to the front door goes around the back and you see uh jeremere who again looks just like groundskeeper willie from simpsons and there's a young boy beside him 15 years old, um, and he's helping him. He's helping him trim a hedge, or, you know, he's just doing some groundwork. Uh, and they see you coming up, and Gretchen, you know, kind of waves at him. Jeremy, these gentlemen are investigating the missing children. Uh, Eric, come here for a second, please. And he sits down in the hoe, and he's like, yes, ma'am. And he comes over and said, he, he's just, he doesn't say anything, he just kind of looks at you, kind of looks at Fair's on.
4: Hmm.
0: And it seems very... Focused. Like you're talking to him and he's answering, but he's like looking at Farazon. So uh, <laughs> these gentlemen would like to talk to you and he he's okay. Um
3: uh, if he looks uncomfortable.
0: Oh, I was just gonna say if he's if he looks
2: uncomfortable, then Ferrison will either sit or kneel. It's
0: more of a like, uh how cool is that? Like he's in awe. Like holy crap, you're huge. That kind of thing. <laughs> He's just like, man. How much do you squat? Do you, do you shrug a house? <laughs> that kind of 1, thing. Thousand Yeah, <laughs> I squat oh. all.
2: <laughs> so okay, go ahead.
3: Um. So you're Eric.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay. Uh, my name's Khaldun. Um What
0: happened to your nose? Did, did,
3: I get, I, I, I get a little closer. I bend over. So, so Caldeon's like six foot seven. So he's oh, not. short. Wow. Okay. So, so he's... he bend, he bends over. Um, and it's like, it's, it's like, it's there. It's just, he it looks kind interesting of small. What happened to you? You're short. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you know Deacon or Tarum? Sure. You did? Um, did you, you think that, uh, they ran away, or you have any idea why they would left? Why would, why they would have left?
0: No, not really. I I doubt they ran away. I mean, uh, Deacon, shoot, he'll be aging out in about six months. I mean, he's almost he's almost sixteen. There's no reason. He was uh, no Taram. He was a little quieter, but but he was he he had. I, he never said anything to me. He never seemed really unhappy. Um, mm-hmm. No, I can't. I don't know.
3: And you all sleep in the same common room?
0: It's the same bedroom, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. And you just woke up the next morning and they were gone?
0: Yeah.
1: No one heard That's... anything?
0: I I didn't hear anything. Hmm.
1: Does this
3: happen often?
0: Um, Once a month. What people leave it? <laughs> does does yeah.
3: this happen often? Like in in the middle of the night? <laughs>
0: yes. Oh no, not like that. I mean, people get adopted, sure, but disappearing? He he looks at Gretchen. I mean, I've been here. I've been here two, three years, right? No, that's. I don't think mm-hmm. it's ever happened before.
3: Oh, okay. All right. So, how many other boys were in the room that night sleeping?
0: Uh well, there's two less now, so there were eleven of us.
3: Okay, it's
0: pretty full house.
3: So a room full of boys and to just walk out, and no one hears it. Hmm, that's kind of amazing. Is it good? Is what good?
0: At least it's amazing.
3: It's amazing, yeah, that no one could have heard them.
0: Oh, I don't know, I. I didn't. I, he he pulls his hands up and stands back. I didn't see or hear anything. I promise.
3: Well, I'm not saying you're lying. I'm just saying that that's a lot of people that didn't see anything.
0: So, well, yeah, that's, you're right. That's that, that seemed like a lot.
2: Huh. Can I, can I roll an insight? Yeah, sure. Okay. Hold on. I
0: have to remember how to roll an insight. <laughs> roll d20, add insight. With, with <laughs> grace and style. <laughs> Um, uh, that's an eight. Uh, honestly, so a little five e like five e DCs are not like Pathfinder. Like an eight yeah. is a decent roll. Seven's a good roll. That's my running joke <laughs> in our home game. Uh, seven's not a bad roll. He he seems genuinely honest. Um, he doesn't seem really concerned. Like he doesn't okay. he doesn't uh, probably doesn't grasp the concept or the gravity of what's happened. Um. But you don't feel like he's lying. He's, if anything, he's trying to he's trying to look at it for his own butt. Like he doesn't want to get in trouble. Like I, oh, you know, okay. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. But I, I swear, I didn't wake up. I didn't hear anything. Uh, you know. But no, you you don't feel like he's you don't feel like he's lying to you or holding anything back. Okay. Hmm. All right. You know is, is there? Do you know any any other the boys that
3: might uh, have some information?
0: I mean. No more than those other two guys asked about. Like they asked every kid here. Excuse me. Um, and uh, I, I, nobody heard or sorry, nobody heard or saw okay. anything that night. Sorry, man. Right. I, I, well, thank you. You yeah, relax, kid. You're not in trouble. <laughs> he, he he. Barely visibly, kind of relaxes a little bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I I hope you find them. I mean, they were nice guys. It was, I, I, you know, uh, was cool. I liked hanging out with him. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know.
2: Okay. It seems we are getting nowhere.
1: And Tarathia will, uh, catch Kildun and and Fezan and just kind of nod, like, let's go.
3: Okay. Well, thank you very much for your help.
0: And Gretchen, she she nods. Um, I hope I helped. I, do you? What do you think?
3: I think whoever did this was extremely skilled.
0: Oh. <clears throat> okay. Well, would you? I think. Let me know if you find something out.
1: I think, ma'am, you might want to consider getting your locks changed again, maybe from a different supplier, just in case.
0: I mean, he he's the only Oh, Okay, uh, he's the only locksmith in town He's been doing okay, But oh, I'll, I will take your advice
1: That is wildly unfortunate Corner of the market
2: Do you think we <laughs> should visit this locksmith?
1: Yes I think it would be a good idea
0: um, Gretchen, can you tell us where the locksmith?
1: Sure, can uh, his shop is?
0: I sure can. It is southeast. Uh, up, 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 up. Give Matt a second to find it on the map. <laughs> no
1: one picked them locks, and they they didn't use her key. So there's
0: another key.
2: That would be a definite possibility.
0: Yeah, it's, it's Gelves Locks. Uh, it's in the southeastern region on uh, that road, <laughs> Ash Avenue. Oh. No, Lava Avenue, excuse me. Okay, so same is, road then.
1: Where the floor is, is literally lava. Right there.
0: <laughs> the floor is lava. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of on the other side of town where you are now. You three are going to head up, and go to Galv's locks.
2: Yeah, Tarathiel's already there.
0: Sure. Yeah, he teleported. Thought <laughs> you were an abjurer. Yes. Wait, like, no, Tarathiel. That's that bonus action move. You're quick now.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. I didn't. I, I dash can. like a crazy person.
0: <laughs> so you go up. um going to call it 10 ish now. Out. Actually, I'm going to call it noon. You know, going around investigating, talking to everybody. And, and it wasn't, you talked to all the children, like, Gretchen gave you full carte blanche of the entire building. There are other employees there. Uh, you talked to the nurse, uh, the the school teacher. I, I mean, you didn't specifically seem to be interested in talking to anybody else. So that's why I didn't bring it up. But there were other employees there. Um, but you got that uh, the idea of Gelves. Um, head around to Gelves. It's noon. You go up and Gelves locks. You you walk up to it and it's. Typical of all the buildings. It's some sort of dark stone, obsidian, granite. Um, But outside, there's like these these, uh, almost like statues of locks. Kind of strange. Different sizes. Mm. They're not real. They're not real locks. But like maybe a wood carving a lock or a stone sculpture of a lock. Different sizes, different types, all different things. Um, Go up to the door, and on the front door is literally a sign that says gone to lunch. Be back in an hour. There's no time clock on there, but it it is closed currently. Um, What'd you do?
2: Check to make sure we weren't followed. Give me a perception. (laughs) Perception. Can do that one.
0: Twelve. Twelve. Uh, it doesn't appear to be followed. You don't appear to be followed. So you roll the twelve. Your passive is thirteen. So that gives you a thirteen. Um, Excellent. But no, you don't. You don't see that you're being followed. Okay. You don't see the person following you. <laughs>
2: right. If there is someone following me, I wouldn't know
1: that I'm.
0: Right.
2: <laughs> All right. Um, Fareson looks at the other two and says what shall we do now
3: get some lunch <laughs> <laughs> take five break for lunch either that or you can try to pick some dc-25 locks
1: to get in and look around <laughs> yeah breaking into a locksmith doesn't sound yes. <laughs> no <it> doesn't. easy <laughs> It it, yeah, if, at the, all.
2: if the orphanage has oh. DC twenty five locks, then who knows what this guy has? <laughs> yeah, on his. The
0: locks a locksmith. Yeah, he left the window open.
2: DC GM. Yeah, yeah DC GM.
0: So, yeah. hang out. Gonna go get something to eat. Come back. What's the plan?
1: Is there somewhere street like on, on this street where we could <laughs> hang out unobtrusively? Uh, or would, <laughs> I mean, we we stick out like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hand of sore thumb, You, so.
0: you, Tarathio, You just like you close your eyes and nobody can see you. These other, t- well, <laughs> and Khaldun, You know, you put, you'll hold it. Fareson turned to punch bowl. He is not hiding. Yep. And yep. I, I don't want it to make it sound like these roads are vacant. Like there are people. This is a busy city. There are kiosks. Yep. There are like uh, cart uh, hot dog salesmen. Like there's food. It's a, this is a bustling city. Everywhere you go, there's people. You see regular guards. Um, you're close enough. As you bypassed Crater Lake, you did see um, what you had heard about earlier. The priests were down at the water purifying the water because you yeah, know every time the rain, you see just streams of of poop and pee pouring into the Crater <laughs> Lake. And they're cleaning it. You see them casting spells. Like an army of priests of all different religions are down there um, mm-hmm. cleaning this lake. Um and beside, you know, at Gelves Locks there's buildings beside to the left. Actually, if you look over to the left, right beside, maybe about a block down, that blue building, um this is uh, the academy. Did I ping it? Yes, yeah. Okay. This is the academy. This is one of the tallest buildings in Cauldron. It is a seven story building. Uh it's known as Blue Water Academy. Um so to say that you want to hang out and like not be suspicious would literally just to be say I stand there for an hour because there it's just tons of people. Okay, like hiding in plain I mean, sight. If
1: there's if if there's street vendors and stuff, we could potentially grab some food and and appear to be just hanging around eating it and having a conversation.
0: Sure, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, again, I want a on. three pound turkey leg. Yeah, um,
1: <laughs> and. I, I'm afraid. I'm afraid you heard me say, "Bring me a lot of chicken." What I said was, "Bring me <laughs> all, all the, the chickens chicken. you have," yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and some dry
0: white toast.
1: Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and funnel cake. <laughs> How much for the women.
0: So there were these amazing uh, <laughs> sausage-like hot dogs mm-hmm. we had in. I forgot where were we in Germany. It was anyway, Austria. Austria. It was, it was Austria. With the hard Some, bread and the long with the the spicy mustard. So one of those uh, wagons rolls good. by, and again, this the cost of this food is built into the whole day job stuff. So it's negligible cost, but it's absolutely freaking delicious. Uh, this guy comes gets his food from Sassarines, straight drawn in from uh, Sassarines a port city. Um, mm-hmm. daily from Sasserine, delivered early in the morning. These are fresh. So he's got this great, wonderful food. You guys are hanging out. Uh, he has some ale, have these these uh, sausages. Spend about an hour, um, and in the crowd of people walking around, you see a man walk up. I- I'm assuming you're not standing right in front of Gelb's door eating a hot dog, right? So you're yep. off to the yep. side. <laughs> you see this man walk up human uh average probably early 40s brownish hair um typical for uh grayhawk proper like general uh cultural people darker skin but he's he looks like he's not necessarily from this area he's probably further north northeast towards maybe like grayhawk city itself not quite as dark as like uh, in this area, the, the jungle region. So he's not as dark skin, dark hair, but he, he does sort of blend in. He's got lighter skin, but he walks up, pulls out you know, this key, this ring of infinite number of keys, pulls the key out immediately <laughs> yeah, without even looking, pops it in the door, mm-hmm. flips the sign over to open, walks in, shuts the door behind him, and we will pick up next time.
2: Awesome. Okay. Ta-da! Cool. Awesome. Thank you. Cool, cool, cool. You have to get to chase down the key master. <laughs> I am the gatekeeper.
1: <laughs> and uh, yeah. thank you to whoever is still watching in the live stream. Yes, uh, thank you very
0: much. Seven of you. Six of you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. You Someone friends. left. Oh, well, it is a nice for Bye, guys. <laughs>